Welcome to See You Succeed with Viridian. My name is Kristen Kennan and I will be your host. I'm excited to bring you on a journey that will teach you about all things financial services and how Viridian can help you achieve your goals. Welcome back to See You Succeed. This week we have a great topic for you as we start thinking about holiday shopping. We have Keisha Veasley from our Community Inclusion Department here to talk about holiday spending. Welcome to the podcast, Keisha. Thank you. Hello, everyone. So if people are starting their holiday shopping this week, um, being the big week with Black Friday and Small Business Saturday and all of those fun deals and shopping days that are coming up, what's step one in setting that budget as they begin to think about their holiday shopping? It's a good question. I think the most important thing is to set a spending limit immediately. So um, in setting up that spending limit, um, it helps you to get the mindset of thinking about what is important and not being enticed into overspending and then having regret later. The process of actually setting up a budget and that spending limit will help you. It helps you to uh, make sure that you're aware of what's going out. A lot of times people will spend and then later on have regret. But if you're very intentional, on setting up a budget before you go out and you have a spending limit in in mind, then when you go and have deals, you already have these parameters set in place where you don't um, find yourself overspending or um, having some type of regret once you actually sit down and assess all the damage of actually spending, especially around Black Friday. I mean, there's so many great deals out there and I think it's worth it to definitely take advantage of them, but make sure that you have that spending limit put in your head and you're going by a budget and setting up a holiday budget is just the same as setting up your regular budget. You think about what what are you going to spend, what you can afford, and then you go and make out um, your list and figure out what is affordable for you. The other thing too I would suggest is if possible, if you can have a separate bank account specifically for holiday shopping and spending would be great. Um, Viridian has a holiday club. My mom uses it. My grandmother uses it. I love it. So um, that's one of the things that you could actually utilize to make sure that you are staying within budget and that you're not impulse shopping or feeling enticed to overspend and things like that. I agree. I've had a holiday club for many years. It's a great, great little account to kind of keep tucked away. Mm -hmm. Um, So you talked about the holiday club. What are some other ways that you recommend paying? Do people deal in cash? Are cards okay to use? What do you recommend? Right. So I think you get to make that decision depending on understanding your level of discipline. Now, the the budget side of me would say definitely use cash because a lot of times the connection of exchanging cash makes you more aware of how you're spending. When you're using your debit or your credit card or whatever, sometimes you just swipe and you just keep going. But I will say that it's really on you because it is kind of dangerous sometimes to be walking around with large amounts of cash. So you make that decision based on what you feel comfortable with, you know, what you feel safe with, especially knowing that everybody is still probably going to be out and about. Uh, But I will say this, if you use your card, we have a great card called the Visa Signature Card, and it actually gives you cash back, 2% cash back. So if you have those type of cards, this would be the time to kind of really look at using the card to be able to earn those points and things like that. And the good thing about with Viridian's Visa Signature Card is that there's no annual fee. They have free balance transfers and the rate is pretty low. I mean, that would be if you're going to use the card, I'm going to do this shameless plug. Yeah. 
And if you have one of our newer cards, you may know they have a new look and feel. We also have contactless cards for all of our cards, whether it's a debit card or credit card, um, which is going to be nice this time of year as well. So just the ability to tap and pay. Yeah. And I think another great thing too is by using our card or debit card, you have access to be able to turn the card on and off if you should need to. That's another great thing about using a card. So I'm absolutely an advocate for using cash. But if you're going to use the card and do it responsibly, and if, if you have the discipline to be able to stick to your spending limit and be within budget, I say that's a great way to go as well. Now, as far as other items that one may not consider when they're thinking about their holiday shopping, would you recommend budgeting for those things like sending out Christmas cards or travel or wrapping paper, all the fun things that kind of go into the holiday shopping? Absolutely. Because I think that around the holiday, we get very festive and we find ourselves, you know, not really being in control of our spending. That's why having that spending limit and that budget, you include all of that in there. So, of course, you have the gift sides. But, you know, if you're going to be cooking for a family, I mean, that could be a pretty big amount of spending for food, uh, cards, um, wrapping and gifts and things like that. So you definitely want to include that as part of your spending limit and your um, holiday budget. So the whole purpose of having this is so you're not doing things on emotion and you're just not doing it on impulse, that you're very intentional and you're very mindful of how your money is going in and out, um, especially as you're coming to the end of the year and all these different things. So definitely want to include that in your budget. So if you have, you know, wrapping paper, gifts and things like that, that all should be included in there. Great. Now, we obviously know this is a big week for shopping for the holidays. When do you recommend that people start shopping? Is it on Black Friday or are there things to keep in mind throughout the year? I feel like you have a mindset before you actually go out and physically shop. So what I would tell people, don't go out and wing it. So as early as possible, you know, before Black Friday, you know, you definitely look at those deals, but think about who you're going to be buying gifts for and start kind of like, price shopping. Because I think what happens is if you wait to the last minute or you get a deal that you think, oh, this is the best deal and you haven't really kind of shopped around, you may find yourself overspending or feeling, buying things where you're like, mm, this is really in, isn't in my budget. And then you have to go back and figure out how to make it be within your spending limit and within your actual holiday budget. So you want to have as much time to plan. Um, and again, I have to stress this don't be lured in by temptation. If, if you have a plan, stick to it. Even if the sale sounds great, you want to really make sure that you are mindful of your budget, you're mindful of your spending limit. And then, of course, you know, make have gifts that you feel are um, catered directly to that person. But don't feel like you have to buy expensive gifts to show your amount of love. Because I know a lot of times, you know, you want to buy large gifts or very expensive gifts to make people feel like you love them. But the your presence, um, you thinking about them and any gift that you give that you know is something that they like, they will be able to receive that love and feel very appreciative of it. Yeah, which is so important this time of year and with everything we've had going on this year, for sure. Yeah, so absolutely. Um, going into talking about what to buy people and how meaningful it is or not. How do you decide who you should shop for? Like who who should be on your list? I have a very quick and easy way. It's usually immediate family. But then I remember talking to a friend and she said, 
to me, buying gifts is for the ones that you um, that you have love for and that you want to let them know that you're thinking about. And so for her, it's the immediate family, but also her inner circle of friends. Because I think, you know, a lot of times we think, oh, we got to buy for my siblings, parents, spouse, and all these different things and not think about our friends. But those who are contributing to your life in some positive way that you feel like, feeling really led to, then you make that decision. But again, making sure it's within budget. You got to hear me say this a lot. Make sure it's within your spending limit and, and, and not feeling this pressure to buy really expensive gadget gadgets to make people feel loved. When you start buying gifts, if you buy for friends and other friends hear about it, you could actually be able to say, well, this was my decision. I decided to buy those for those that are in my inner circle because you can have a lot of associates and people that you think, oh, I should probably get them because I bought something for someone else. But just think about who do you want to buy for, who contributes to your mental health, who contributes to your life, who um, has influential power in helping you just kind of live life and have a good quality of life. Now, on top of that, as we're talking about people to buy for, sometimes I hear about, you know, teacher gifts or giving something to your beautician, um, you know, tipping people that you kind of work with throughout the year. Do you have any feedback on anything related to those individuals? I think that if you make that decision and um, you feel passionate about it, I think if you're going to give to teachers or even someone, hairdresser or whatever the case may be, those may be the gifts where they're more homemade or something that um, you made at home just because you can make a lot of those and not really crash your budget. So whether, you know, I know I really like um, when we were at work, our um supervisor at my previous job, she gave us these mason jars to be able to actually make cookies. I loved it. I was like, yes. And so it was a very cost effective way to be able to give a lot of things, a lot of gifts to a lot of different people without really spending a whole lot of money. Because when you go try and find buy gifts for each individual, it could get a little pricey. But if you're making it, you can buy in bulk and then you create it. And then, you know, um, that intention and that thoughtfulness will be in that particular gift. Going along with handmade items versus store-bought, there's also a things that I've heard like experience gifts. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe like, I want to spend time with you or let's go to the movies or things like that. So do you have any unique ideas for gifts that maybe people don't think about? During pandemic, it's kind of hard to think about having those experience gifts um, because I know like for me, I really love live music. So small venues with live music. So when somebody buys me a um, concert ticket or um, a ticket to a small venue, it like I'm going to remember it because the experience with them is going to be amazing. Also, around Christmas time, too, you have a lot of places that are going doing plays and things like that. It could be something that you could actually give as a, give as a gift um, for the experience. Because I think Right now in this pandemic, we learn to value the time with our friends and with our family. And so sometimes that's more impactful than buying the newest iPhone um, or the newest um, game console or things like that. And especially as a time to be able to really remind people that the Christmas time and really the holiday season is about remembering to love one another, to appreciate family and to build relationship and not have everything just be tied to gifts. So having those unique experience gifts, I think, is 
wonderful. And especially for kids, you know, they used to being able to like, oh, I want this and this. But if you can say, hey, I want to create memories with, and this is one of the ways they may act, you know, act like they don't really like it. But take it from a person who used to be a kid. I love when my mom used to do things um, with us and I still remember them. And they really kind of are very impactful when you think about relationship building and things like that. So definitely those experience gifts are really great as well. Yes, I agree. I'm a big fan of those. And you mentioned, you know, the time of the year is to spread kindness and cheer. What are some ways that individuals could maybe give back this time of year? So that's a good question. One of the ways where it's not just about using money, but you can really be thoughtful and really reach out to people who may not be able to be with their families during the holiday is to send holiday cards to military. So I went to this website and I just saw all of the um, military veterans and things like that. Had They had gotten holiday cards the previous year and they showed their pictures. And there was one quote where he was like, he wasn't feeling very festive um, because he wasn't with his family during the holidays. But he got a card from a, like a school that sent these bulk cards. And this little um, boy had sent them a card and he just said, thank you for keeping us safe during the holidays. And like, it just, it really impacted me. And I was like, oh, that would be a great way to be able to reach out to people that's not necessarily in directly in our community, but also just to give back and really thank the military and those veterans out there who have helped to keep us safe. So I think that would be a very um, cost-effective way to be able to spread cheer uh, during this time. The other thing that I think would be really good is do these homeless care packages where you could actually have packages with um, food that is like rich crackers, things like that, soap, uh, shaving cream, tissue, um, hand sanitizer, and give those out to those who right now may not have access to those things. So it's a time where you could actually be working together as a family or with your church to be able to actually um, develop and, and put these particular packages together. And then you can go out and then that's another way that you can kind of give back during um, this holiday season as well. So the other thing is I really love reading. I think buying a book and put it in our little free little libraries around the Cedar Valley would be awesome. You know, one of the things um, I really believe kids having access to books are so important to help them to be able to be successful in school. And sometimes parents just cannot afford to buy books. So around the Cedar Valley, you could drive around and you'll see these little bird looking houses and you could actually go and put books in there. I drive by them and people are actually using them and they're taking them. And so I think that would be another nice way to be able to really spread cheer during the holiday and and just feel good about, you know, being able to help people, even if you don't get to see them, but you know, you've put it out in the atmosphere, that goodness will return to you. I love that. Such yeah. great examples. Keisha, anything else that you would like to share with us today about holiday spending as we kind of gear up for the, the holiday season? Yeah, I do just want to really encourage people to understand that this this season, this holiday season, is about showing love. So don't get so caught up on, I got to buy this, I got to do all of these different things or start competing with people. Oh, they bought their child this. I need to buy my child this. 
be very um, intentional in keeping yourself centered because a lot of people right now, their finances doesn't look like it was the previous year. So don't have, don't fall into the pressure, you know, looking at social media and seeing all these different things that people are saying they're going to do. You do what's best for you, your family and your friends and do it from a place of love. And I trust and believe people are going to appreciate it and they're going to love you, whether it's a very expensive gift or something you took time to actually make and enjoy this holiday. Love on everyone one level in your family. And um, just remember that it doesn't take a whole lot of money to be able to spread here. Thank you so much, Keisha. A lot of great tips. Good luck, everyone, as you either begin or look to finish up your holiday shopping here in the next several weeks. Um, Keisha, thank you so much for joining us today. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. See You Succeed with Viridian can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this right now. I speak for all of us at Viridian when I say we want to see you succeed. See you next time. expressed on this podcast are not provided as financial advice for the listener's given situation. All attempts are made to present accurate information and details may become outdated as time passes after this podcast is published. Bridian Credit Union, founded in Waterloo, Iowa, is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration and is an equal housing opportunity lender. The music featured in this podcast is Creative Corp, composed by Music Premium. Find it on Envato Market.